It's time now for Tech 24 here on France 24. It was a big week for cyber security with the publication of a wide-ranging investigation into the disinformation industry by a consortium of journalists led by the French NGO Forbidden Stories. Here to tell us more on set is our tech editor, Peter O'Brien. Peter, first of all, the headline-grabbing story was this so-called Team Jorge. Tell us more. That's right. So some of the journalists led by this consortium were able to go undercover and find out a lot about this shadowy Israeli organisation called Team Jorge. Uh, they went in and filmed undercover footage of this man who previously only went by the name Jorge, but they discovered that his real name was Tal Hanan. So this Tal Hanan was boasting uh, to the reporters that the, uh, his team had managed to influence 33 elections globally, 27 of them successfully. Most of them, unfortunately, were in Africa. In fact, at the time the undercover footage was being taken last summer, uh, they claimed to be influencing an election at that very time in Africa. The footage was taken just days before the election of William Ruto in Kenya, in fact. Um, Hanan actually shows them on the footage how he's able to hack into the, um, to, uh, to the phones of some of Ruto's advisors uh, accessing their Telegram accounts, as you can see here, as well as their Google accounts, so being able to get into their Gmail and their um, Google Drives as well to access their documents, and actually sent an ex example message from uh, these advisors' phones, uh, two examples, to their contacts. One of these, uh, Hanan didn't then delete, so the journalists were able to go and speak to this uh, uh, now presidential advisor and work out that, in fact, the message was still there and, and uh, he had been hacked. Um, so last night uh, we spoke on France 24 to Laurent Richard, who is the founder of Forbidden Stories, for his main takeaways from this big investigation. What is very concerning with our findings in this investigation is how two kind of industry uh, met each other. The industry of the cyber surveillance on one hand and on the other hand the industry of the influence. So they are able to do some what we call the hack and leak operation. You do hack someone, you take some content, you transform the content, and then you're going to spread this fake news, this content, uh, through many bots, avatars, over the internet. And, uh, and so everybody will believe that it's real information. Now, Peter, what sort of tech are they using? Yeah, so Team Jorge, I mean, the man Jorge himself uh, boasted about the fact that they were able to use this SS7 exploit. So SS7 is the most widely used protocol which allows phones to talk to each other, so to communicate via text message or by phone call simply. And it's been around for decades, since the 70s, in fact, and it's notoriously easy to hack into. All you really need is a software development kit um, for SS7 and a computer. And you can get both of these things very, very easily uh, and hack into SS7. One notable weakness is for anyone who uses two-factor authentication, which, of course, we've been told is the way to secure your accounts and your bank accounts and things like that. Well, if it's the kind that sends a text message to your phone, which then gives you a code to log into your, say, email address or your bank, well... If there's an SS7 exploit that your phone is affected by, the attacker can simply read this text message and enter it uh, in your place and have access to your uh, 
to your files and, and, and personal information. So this it seems that Team Jorge was using this. Now, in tandem, and this goes to, to what Rishar was saying, they were also using disinformation on a, on a massive scale as well. So you've got the sort of hacking element and the disinformation elements. And they did this with a software called AIMS, which we believe they uh, developed. This is software which, is ena uh, which enabled uh, Team Jorge to generate tens of thousands, I think 39,000 fake accounts. In fact, you can see some of them here. At the click of a button, it will create a fake person of any nationality, speaking any language, uh, with a, a stolen photo from, from the internet. And you can prompt it to start posting on various social network accounts. You can just say something like, for instance, um, say negative things about Emmanuel Macron, and it will start posting on Twitter and Facebook. Each of them have multiple different social media accounts, um, and it will just do, do your bidding, essentially. Now, Peter, the report's uncovered some interesting links to Cambridge Analytica. That's, of course, the British consultancy that was allegedly behind the interference in the 2016 US presidential election. Yeah, so for me, one of the most interesting things about this investigation is that we've seen now that there's a huge network of these uh, various companies. Sometimes they're competing with each other, sometimes they're working together. And um, we saw that Tao Hanan and Alexander Nix, the CEO of Cambridge Analytica, which is now defunct, of course, were in close contact. So the reporting showed that in 2015, Tal Hanan asked for $160,000 from Cambridge Analytica for their involvement in an eight-week campaign in a Latin American country. There was also documents showing that Team Jorge worked covertly on the Nigerian presidential race in 2015 alongside Cam Cambridge Analytica. And in 2017, Hanan pitched again to work with Cambridge Analytica, this time rejected because uh, it was too pricey for Cambridge Analytica. Um, there was an email showing that uh, he was trying to charge around four hundred to six uh, dollars $600,000 per month for Team Jorge's services, which to them was too much. To put that into perspective, when the undercover journalists asked uh, Hanan how much it would be to influence an, uh, an election, he said it would be between six and 15 million uh, euros uh, to, to an influence an election. And even though Cambridge Analytica is, of course, now shut down, there are plenty of other actors in this space. So... Um, other, another Israeli influence company that, that, that the same investigation uncovered was called Percepto, who said they'd been le uh, leading a, a disinformation campaign in Burkina Faso. Let's also not forget uh, the NSO group, which is behind also another Israeli firm. They're behind the very powerful piece of spyware called Pegasus and the Internet Research Agency, the Russian troll farm, which actually this week, Yevgeny uh, Prigozhin, the head of Russia's uh, Wagner mercenary group, actually said and admitted that he was behind. OK, Peter O'Brien, thank you very much for uh, that tech uh, bulletin.